Today on uh, LSE Share Talk, we have uh, Carl Smithson, who's the CEO of Stellar Diamonds. It's a mining company which has assets in Africa. Um, morning, Carl. How are you? Yeah, morning. Not too bad, thanks. That's good. Um, you released an RNS yesterday, uh, which revealed that you've had the initial approval for the Tonga license. Um, this is obviously a key milestone. So, so what does this actually mean for the company? Well, it means that um, you know we're, we're part of the way there in terms of getting the uh, the full mining license through. Um, there are a number of stages actually that we have to follow uh, through various government departments, and but this we feel is the critical one: uh, getting the uh, approval from the Minerals Advisory Board, which basically recommends to the minister that uh, the mining license should be granted. So, what will happen next is that. Um, the uh, approval of the MAB will go through back to the uh, the administrative body of the Ministry of Mines, which is the NMA, and then they formally write to us and say, okay, it's been approved and forwarding to the Minister for consideration and signature. So uh, this is the sort of roundabout process that we follow, but uh, as I say, we're, we're a long way down the line now. Okay, so that, that's good that you've had uh, the verbal um, agreement. Uh, when can you expect the formal agreement, uh, obviously going through that process? Um, well, it's, it's, it's difficult to say. It's, it's down to the NMA now to, uh, to basically write us the letter. And there's obviously, it's just a process that, uh, that they have to follow. So it, it, it could be uh, in the very near future. Okay. And this, uh, alongside of that, you've also got the environmental license. Is that correct? That's right. Uh, we submitted earlier in the year, I think it was the, uh, the EIA, the Environmental Impact Assessment, which had a social element uh, to it as well. And the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, which is a different uh, government body, uh, considered that and approved it. And uh, the process that we're going through now is one of uh, determining the annual uh, environmental license fee that's payable to the EPA. And then uh, they issue you with an environmental license. And that, coupled with your mining license, means that you can start mining. Okay, so you, when you, uh, you finally get uh, both the agreements, both the licenses in place... What's going to be the plans? What's what's the project then in Tonga? How are you going to go forward from there? Well, there's one final stage actually before we uh, before we go there, and that's um, an important one actually. It's it's uh, sitting with uh, uh, a negotiation body of the uh, the government, which is represented by various stakeholders, including the ministry people, and uh, through through that body, we'll negotiate um, definitive fiscal terms for the license. You know, which could include a number of different things like. Um, I don't know, royalties, uh, income tax, uh, uh, or corporate tax rather, uh, withholding taxes, etc., import duty concessions and the like. And that is all kind of packaged into a concession agreement. And that concession agreement to be a, a legally binding uh, agreement uh, needs to go through Parliament for ratification. Now, as soon as we get the approval from the, uh, sign approval from the minister, we can start that negotiation process. And um, we've never done this before, so I can't really tell you how long it takes. Okay. But looking at uh, past examples, it could be a month or so of, of negotiation. And then obviously it needs to go through Parliament. So, you know, we'd like to get the uh, the concession agreement ratified by Parliament so we know when we start what the f exact fiscal terms are going to be for our licence. OK, it's not obviously uh, all that straightforward. Obviously, there's uh, all the red tape. Um, so when yeah. the concession agreement's done and everything, everyone's happy and you're actually ready yeah. to uh, start yeah. uh, getting involved in the project. Have you got, uh, I mean, obviously this license uh, has been known about for a while, uh, with people waiting. And uh, what, what preparation have you been done uh, been doing? Um, well, there's no more technical work on the ground to do per se in, in that the resources is there, the, the uh, pre-feasibility report is done. 
Uh, and it is good to go. I mean, what we're going to be doing running parallel with all of this licensing stuff in Sierra Leone is, uh, is now engaging with potential funding uh, groups that, and, um, that can, you know, um, take an interest in the project and, and look to fund this. Uh, we haven't yet um, got too far down the line on that, waiting for the mining license. But now that, uh, you know, we, we're confident that that is, 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 is coming, uh, we can start basically the process of funding and looking at various uh, sort of debt equity ratios, things that work for the project and work for us. Um, and that over the next couple of months will be uh, a key priority of ours. Okay, so then focus on the funding, making sure that that's in place, and obviously just getting everything on the ground ready. Um, it sounds yep. uh, sounds fairly uh, fairly good from your perspective on that. Um, yep. Is there any risks that you can see associated with this? Obviously, again, it's it's a verbal agreement, not a formal agreement. Have have similar projects in the past had any troubles? Have you looked at any examples? No, I mean, once once the MAB uh, uh, basically approve, it goes to the minister, and uh, as far as I'm aware, there are there are no agreements that have been sent back to the MAB uh, by the minister. So, I'm not saying it does what they they, they tell them to do, but uh, you know, they and the, and the NMA before do all this sort of technocrat the, the the DD work, if you like, on the project to make sure it's technically robust, and what we submit is actually uh, a, a good a good plan, a, mine, a good mine plan. And then the minister should basically ratify what his technocrats, um, you know, recommend at the end of the day. So I, I don't see any, any risk in, in the licensing process going forward. I think if you uh, if you want me to put uh, my hat on and say, well, what, what are the genuine risks? I think funding, of course, in this market is going to be uh, challenging, if not um, um, uh, certainly it's, it's possible, but uh, it would certainly be challenging. Uh, but, you know, I think at the end of the day, the quality of the project should shine through because, you know, it is high grade, it is uh, high uh, diamond value and uh, it is going to be a, a high margin um, operation. So hopefully that, um, you know, certainly uh, can assist us in, in securing the funding. But I think, yeah, at the end of the day, uh, funding is always a risk for junior companies, isn't it? Absolutely. Okay, so aside from that, you've also, uh, with the company, you've got the other diamond project in Guinea. Is it possible to get an update on that? Yeah, well, actually, we'll be putting an update out over the next few days. Um, I think we've made it sort of known uh, for, for a long time now that, you know, we're going through a process of what we call trial mine evaluation mm. with the objective of taking 100,000 tonnes uh, from this uh, fairly large deposit and, and processing it, getting the diamonds out, determining the grade the diamond value through diamond sales and through the sales actually uh, kicking back uh, revenue which effectively makes the whole process self-funding which is quite a neat uh, a neat thing to do so we'll be putting an update out of, over the uh, coming days and uh, basically outlining the next steps forward for that project but um, as as as, uh, as we've reported previously you know the the, the process of processing uh, and, and selling has been ongoing and we'll be doing a final sale I expect uh, in June uh, we'll highlight uh, the potential dates for that in, in the announcement and that would be effectively our last sale of this particular phase of work and then we see where we go from there. Okay, but uh, that sounds uh, pretty good. Um, obviously Guinea and uh, Sierra Leone are quite close to each other. Are they, do they both have the same challenges uh, in working in the mining industry or are they just completely separate? Um, they both have their own uh, quirks, if you like. But yeah. uh, at the end of the day, you know, this is West Africa. It's a fairly similar environment. Uh, the terrain is uh, pretty similar. But, you know, logistics are challenging, uh, particularly in Guinea, where, you know, the distances between the capital and the project uh, are more than double of what we're experiencing in uh, in Sierra Leone. So that in itself uh, 
uh, breeds challenges. But, um, you know, I think in terms of ease of, of operations, I, I would say the, the, the balance uh, tilts in favour of Sierra Leone just with it being sort of geographically smaller. Okay. I, I bet you the, uh, the weather's a lot better out there than it is at the moment in the UK. Uh, you could say that I'm going on Saturday for a couple of weeks into uh, Sierra Leone, and uh, yeah, I'll be taking my sun cream with me. <laughs> I can imagine so. How often do you usually uh, do you get out there? I go every month. Every month, okay. So you actually do keep a good eyesight on what's going on on the ground. Yeah, absolutely, and particularly in, in with you know it's important for me to be in Sierra Leone right now, obviously with all the uh, process going on, on on the mining side. You know, there are a number of uh, uh, things happening simultaneously which we need to keep uh, you know keep a, a, a hand in basically. Okay. And uh, so with those two assets you've got now at the moment, have you got um, your eyes on anything else coming up at all or is it just focus on Tonga for now? The, the key focus is Tongo, and that's the right thing because it's the one that uh, we're going to move uh, to the mining development phase. But, you know, we're always looking at opportunities and I think there are a lot in this part of the world. It's fairly unprospected. Uh, it's fairly unloved as well, to be honest with you, you know, not just recently with Ebola for the last couple of years, but, sure. you know, civil war in um, Liberia, Sierra Leone uh, a decade or so ago. So I think it is overlooked and the geological potential is fantastic. Uh, there are a lot of diamonds there. And, um, you know, I think we're well positioned to uh, to maximise on that. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, well, thank you for taking the time to uh, update us on this. And uh, obviously, yeah, we've got uh, June. We'll probably hear something more about Guinea, an update there, which is uh, good for the shareholders to um, to be aware of. Yep. And uh, I'm sure we'll have uh, future updates uh, coming forward. Thanks yep. a lot, Carl. My pleasure. Thanks so much.